Hello, and welcome back to an all-new episode of Real Talk with Pastor Brad and Christy Webb. Today, I don't even know how to introduce this um, episode to you because it's just called Surprise, and Brad Webb is in charge of the surprise, so wish us all luck. Here are your hosts, Pastor Brad and Christy. Surprise! Bree sounded nervous. Very nervous. <laughs> I don't like the first Bree asked uh, what the title was today of the conversation. I said, surprise. And she said, what does that even mean? I said, it means I'm going to ask you questions. She's not happy. She is smiling, though. Mm. She's surprise. Being, she's trying very hard to be a good sport, Brad. Surprise. August in Louisiana, in case you're listening to this from a place other than Louisiana, came to us about two months early, um, two and a half months. Man, it's August hot here. It's May. I know, but, but it it's August like hot. August I mean, it is it is August hot. I came in yesterday. I told Christy we are in the dog days of summer. Like it is so hot, the dogs just lay there and they don't even move when you approach them. I was a Did little worried. That? I was a little worried about your dog last night. I walked up to him and he just laid there and he just barely lifted up his head. That's dog days. And I was like, um, Gunner, are you gonna die? Yeah, dog days of summer. They just find the shade and they just lay there and like you can literally walk right up on them and they don't even move. It is hot, people. Surprise. <laughs> Surprise. Hot. May has been kind to us the last several years, but not this year. Nope. So, hey, today we are uh, dealing with a conversation and a topic that you may want to give some input on and we are quickly approaching our 50th episode here at Real Talk and also along those same lines we are trying to get to 5,000 downloads so can you help us get there and there is going to be something special for you when that happens it's we been don't know a while what it is. since we've had something special but Maybe it's going to be a surprise <laughs> goes with today's topic Today's topic is on the subject of surprise, and it's because we deal with them every day. We do. Unfortunately. We, yesterday was a prime example. We had no idea what was going on. We set a, set a yeah. schedule, and I say that with um, yeah, air, air quotes. quotes because you never know. Brad's yeah. dad has a good way of looking at that. You say, what are you doing tomorrow? And he says, oh, only God knows that. I'm just going to go by what he gives me. Yeah, only <laughs> so. God knows. And so we had some we had some leaders over and uh, had prepared a meal for them and and um, our, some life group leaders. And um, they're the tip of the spear for our ministry. And I said, well, we're going to bless them. And I went and bought a brisket. And I have a really, <laughs> I have a really nice smoker that uh, finally, I, after many years of drooling on, over them at Lowe's and every other place for quite some time, I was blessed, and my wife allowed me to have a pellet smoker, which they are the bomb. I mean, I'm just going to tell you, they're he all that and a it. bag of chips. And many people have been blessed because of this investment. And, um, <laughs> and he does as, love to use it. As a result. So, so man, I, uh, I'm cooking a brisket. <clears throat> I put the thing on. I have it calculated out. It takes about 21 hours. And um, so, man, I have it down. And um, I asked Christy, I said, hey, do you want to go on a date to check out the Faith Like Alfalfa? Uh, patch and so we go outside and it's not working the smoker he went off and so I was like, oh my goodness so we we went and uh, scrambled I, I got it going again and so man about midnight a little after midnight I went out there to check it and it was everything was fine man it was just clicking right along and wake up for my morning coffee and uh, clicking bro. and uh, Christy says your smoker is off and so man I go out there and somehow in the middle of the night this thing caught on fire 
<laughs> and guys, I am talking about burn the paint off the smokestack hot. What I cannot fathom is that it only stayed like confined to that one little thing. Well, it's so closed off. Yeah, like, it's, it's completely it locks sealed the door. off. It has a lock on the door. And that's why it burnt the paint off the top because it could only come out of that little smokestack. And it's not very big. Oh, my Lord. And, um, <laughs> You're making me so, anxious just telling uh, man, about it. I'm like, if you do not know this about me, if you do not know Christy and I personally, I'm just like the guy of redemption. I mean, I just try to redeem something out of everything. And, uh, yes, and, he does. Uh, it's, it's, and so a lot of our friends kid me about that all the time. So I open this thing up, and I'm like, hmm, maybe I can just cut the charred part off. You know, we, Christy it? and I can eat it, and we can redeem this thing. And so I go to pick it up. I go to put my hands around it. I am talking about, guys, it is like Christmas vacation turkey collapsing. (laughs) I mean, you just have that image right there. I picked it up, and it just collapsed within itself. I mean, there's nothing good in there. Matter of fact, I couldn't even get it off. I just took the whole thing to the dumpster and just (laughs) threw it off. Surprise! I need to know what your face (laughs) Looks like when you open that I was door. sick. I mean, I was sick, oh, number no. one, uh, because briskets cost three times the amount they used to. And so all I could see was my wife telling me how much money I had just wasted. And I did not say a she word. She never said a word, but she don't have to say things because we've been married long enough. I know what she's thinking. <laughs> I, I did not think that. I, I think I, she felt bad. I did, did because he had, bad. I did feel bad because he had like put a lot of effort into this. He mm-hmm. was excited about this, this meal. I've had the brisket before. It's delicious. It I'm is. very sad. We did not get brisket. And then. And you were very much looking forward to that. I we was. had like 25 or 30 people coming to our house in a number of hours. And we had, it wasn't like we had 21 more hours to cook another one, you know, usually. You so can, they had to settle for leg quarters and then we had to scramble and. Uh, there was just, scrambling. It was, just, it was just surprise. Our whole day yesterday was surprise. And then surprise. Man, um, there was a lady that God has just blessed our life with, and she blessed the church in a tremendous way in her legacy. And I am telling you, I am still in shock 24 hours later. And uh, and so there's just all these surprises. And then uh, surprise, uh, a few weeks later, back, the engine locked up my pickup truck, and a dear friend blessed us, and we were able to get me off a of foot and uh, not borrow my he dad's has not, car. I mean, he has not been I'm on finishing foot. finishing the story. I mean, if you, you have to led borrow, into it with on I, foot, I he has not walked anywhere. What you mean? Because when uh, you don't have your own vehicle, it feels. Thank you, Bree. You were there for quite a while. It feels like you don't have much. <laughs> and so I have not been walking, but I have been carpooling and riding and borrowing. And uh, I preached out of town last week, and I was on the way to the revival and a, uh, a meeting, and a boat passed me on the interstate doing about 85. And right when he got even with me, right past my hood of my dad's vehicle, he blew out a tire. And surprise, here comes this flying rubber down the interstate. And I told Christy, I said, I ducked and dodged. She said, you ducked? I said, you darn right I ducked. That thing was coming from my face, yeah. man. In a car, he ducked. I ducked towards the console, <laughs> you, man. I just your reflex. It's but reflex. Anyway, You'll jump. And so I was just trying to get rid of a borrowed vehicle without catastrophe happening. But nevertheless, a surprise happens all around us. And it kind of goes. Some are good. Some are good. Some are some, not yeah, good. Some are not good. So, so but, the, but the point is this. Last week's episode is what are you mad about? And a lot of the things that we get angry about are surprises. I agree. They catch us off guard, or we wouldn't necessarily be quite as angry about it. Unless it's hot dogs. And they're not always, I don't think it's always. um, Hot dogs. (laughs) 
<laughs> Speaking of that, we redeemed some sorry, hot dogs. Sorry, Christy. I'm sorry, we Christy. Some, we redeemed some hot dog buns this week and had bread with our spaghetti. Right? <laughs> I'm so glad that y'all did that. He, he tries. But I, I'm trying to get us on a normal subject, people, but okay, he won't go follow. Ahead, go he ahead. doesn't follow. Continue, so the, a lot of times I think you get angry because you have an idea in your mind of how something happens. And the surprise is not actually... The situation in general, it's the situation not working out like you wanted it to work out. And that happens a lot. Kind of like the brisket. Mm -hmm. Very much like the brisket. Like you knew there was going to be something in there when you opened that up. (laughs) You just were not expecting it to be charcoal. Or that's not even charcoal. So what's funny is this this smoker has a code. And so this is like pre-coffee and everything. It's 4, 6 a.m. really. And I'm asking Christian, I'm like, where's my book? Where's my book to find out what this code is? He doesn't means. know what the code is. And the code so, means burnt. And so I looked it up <laughs> and it said, caught on fire. <laughs> Did it really? Yeah, it says excessive heat put out fire. <laughs> oh, my God. And so Lord. I open the door and I'm like. Oh, my goodness. Yep, this is terrible. So, do you have anyway, to replace the whole thing now? Uh, yes, it did burn the gasket oh. around the door, so we had to figure out how to replace that. But, nevertheless, uh, the surprise factor, though, is it, 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 we, we're caught off guard by this. And, um, you know, the, the thing that I want to talk about, lead this into, is the silent majority. You know, people talk about them all the time. The silent majority is a sleeping giant and this and that. And why are they silent? And one of the reasons they're silent is because of who we are, who Christ has allowed us to be. And, you know, we try our best to not be offensive, not be arrogant, not be prideful, and not just shove your way on other people's lives. But surprise, so many times it catches you off guard. And the reason I want to bring this up is because recently I've had several people that I would say would be in this uh, keep your mouth shut, turn the other cheek, bite your tongue type uh, mentality when you catch these surprises. Just don't cause any waves, don't cause any friction. But, you know, the conversations that people have been asked or, or not even a conversation, statements people have made to me is I'm just tired. I'm tired of being quiet. You know, I'm tired of... And not necessarily I'm well, tired of turning the other. it's kind of being walked other, on. I'm, not that I'm tired of turning the other cheek. I'm tired. You just said it best, Christy. I'm tired of being walked on. I'm tired of you shoving your ideology down my throat and me not being able to say anything or having to say it in quiet or some other thing like that. And the reason it's a surprise is because we never know where it's going to come from. So, Bree. You hate things that are, you have a great disdain. Hate's a hard word. Mm. You have a great disdain for things that you are not prepared for. So you've had like, um, matter of fact, we're 10 minutes into this episode. So you've had 10 minutes to prepare yourself for a question. I've had 10 minutes to and so, uh, be nervous. What is your thoughts <laughs> on that? When you are surprised by something, like something happens and you're just like, I just can't believe this. Mm. And it doesn't matter what side of the equation you're on. When that happens, what what is your response? It's not even that. It's just... I. I'd like to be prepared. Like I like to know what all my options are at any given time. So I know if I need to go this way or that way or think, you know, if she needs to, if I need to duck or or die or Or both or both. Um, I just, I really, I really prefer to know what I should be doing next. And often when surprises happen, it leaves you feeling stranded. And I hate the feeling of feeling stranded. That makes sense. Which is the whole definition of a surprise. So you feel stranded. Mm-hmm. And so so I know you. And so probably your natural response is to not say anything. Oh, 100%. 
I will shut down. Yeah. What about you, Christy? Um, I I I don't I don't think I handle surprises badly. Um, it's just kind of like reevaluate. He, he did Re- great with the brisket. Reevaluate and figure out what you're going to do. I mean, you know, you have to just. I I guess that's my thing. You just re redo. I mean, just react, redo. You know, I don't I don't know. Yep. So mine is I'm over, I'll be completely transparent. I'm over there praying, Lord, please don't let my mouth say what my mind's thinking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because a lot of times I realize that what I'm thinking is I just want to put I want my idea to be out there, like and and honestly, me saying that or me forcing my idea on someone who's force feeding me their idea, there's no really who wins in that. Mm-hmm. You know, because when I become, when I respond, when, when I listen, you know, when I'm listening to respond to what they're saying and not really trying to understand why they're saying what they're saying, then how do I, I end up, I end up almost making the situation worse and not better, if that makes sense. Well, I think in cases like that, when people say things that maybe I don't agree with or whatever, I just, I do, I just don't respond at all. But in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, if so-and-so could hear this, you know, if mm. Brad could hear this person or if Bree could hear this person, they would have a whole thing to say about it, you know. But um, Or I text Christy privately. This is what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm like, you just wait till we get in the car. We got a whole out. conversation to have. I got to get it out of my mouth. I got to get it out of my mind, so. Um, but I think I am learning, especially in today in this day and age to keep my thoughts to myself. But like you said, you don't want to just be walked on and forced fed your thoughts. And at some point you kind of just have to, um, and I've done this in my own family. You kind of have to just choose to ignore things or lay down and say, or lay down laws and say, not laws, boundaries, boundaries and say, you know, we're not going to talk about this anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. We are still family. We are still friends, but we're not going to talk about politics. So we're not going to talk about, you know, certain family members. Or mm-hmm. We don't talk about Bruno or whatever that song is or now. getting pregnant. You don't talk about, okay, that's not anything <laughs> where I'm talking about. But well, that's the surprises. That's things come up like that every day. That he read an article yesterday. He, he watched he no, watched a news clip and this no, woman said, Yes, not, I believe women men no, can it's be not pregnant. Yesterday. Now. It's everywhere. And Apple has created emojis for pregnant men. And literally that the is United true. States has, the United States Congress was having a hearing over whether men could be pregnant. That was where it was at. Okay. Well, I just don't even understand that. Like that. moving on (laughs) yeah we might as well just move on because it's not but my point is you have to decide either you're going to let these people continue to vent and continue to try to bring you to their side or you're going to have to lay down boundaries with that person or you're going to have to disconnect from that person and I think any of those three things can be according to how bad it it affects you can be the right answer there are certain things that you know that people keep saying that um that it's not going to affect me at all. Like last week I talked about the Diet Coke versus Coke Zero. Not right, going to affect right. me at all. You can give me your opinion every time I see you. Still not going to affect me because I don't drink it. Either one. <laughs> um, politically, you can say, hey, this is boundaries. We're not going to talk about politics. Right, right. We have different. We know we are know very aware that we have different politi- political v- views. So we're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. But then there's also these people that are determined. To shove it. And so you really do just have to distance yourself from those. Mm-hmm. And I've had to do that, um, like I said, in my mm-hmm. family. I've, you know, taken myself out of family texts 
circles or messages or whatever you call them um, are just, you just have to know if you do choose to stay in the circle, you aren't going to be able to respond. Right. Mm -hmm. And so the surprise factor though is, so you almost, you, 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 in the world that we live in today, there's the burnt briskets, there's the flying objects down the highway. Then there's the situations, you know, that you're going to be caught by surprise on. And so the ones that, you know, you just have to know that I live in a world that is a, is a 50, 50 world. So 50% of the population probably views things differently than I. So therefore I'm just going to have to know that when I move through life, I'm not going to force my way on people. If an opportunity comes up and I can have an intelligent conversation with somebody about something, they'll be glad to do that. And so, um, but outside of that, you just have to learn to let things go. And, um, because you getting a bigger megaphone is not going to solve the problems. Right. You know, you yelling louder is not going to make the world a better place. Right. Not going to make family better. And it's Yeah, and it's not going to make the world easier to live in, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it's not going to help <clears throat> any part of a situation, just yelling louder. Because that that is what our children think. Mm-hmm. Our children think, if I can yell louder than Well, that's what the world's than teaching Than the other today. one, then you know, we're, we're seeing you know. that everywhere. You know, if I can just make my point louder, then... Um, or at, at my thing is like last night when you were looking at these men can get pregnant, um, whatever testimonies, um, that they just kept saying it like they would ask a question and then the person would say I believe X Y Z and they would ask a question a different question and they would say I believe X Y Z over and over and over and I'm like that doesn't answer the question and it's like well I believe X Y Z and it's like. It doesn't matter that you believe that. That's not even the question, you know. So they just think that if they can just stand behind, they can stand on one principle or one thought and they say it enough times, everybody's going to agree with them. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't happen either. So with that happening, how do we deal with the surprises in everyday life, you know, because they pop up, you know. And so how do you overcome those things? Um, You know, what, what is your go to what is your go to safe space, if you will, uh, how do you process something, you know, when you have a complete setback in life and things don't work out like you planned, the engine goes out in your truck, the briskets burn up, you know, <laughs> your, your, your finances doesn't work out. You get a pay cut instead of a pay increase. How, how do you deal with those surprises in life? How do I, um, <laughs> well, first of all, you, and I try to instill this in everyone. You can't react immediately. You have to That's think. a great word. You have to stop and collect your thoughts. And, you know, according to what it is, pray about it. If it's a brisket, then you got to rearrange your situation. <laughs> if it's a tire on the middle of the highway, you don't have a lot of time to say, I mean, yes, you're saying, Jesus, please help me. But at the same time, you got to react right then. Right. You know, you don't have a, mm-hmm. it's not like you can spend. Now, your finances and things, I think it does, you have to understand it does take time and. and Strategic planning. Planning, yeah. And that if the one thing that you do doesn't fix it, mm-hmm. you know, you can change other things. You know, some and, and each one of the situations you're talking about doesn't, it doesn't have the same answer. There's not a textbook answer for mm-hmm. either, either one of those because each situation is different. You know, if you have, you're not going to pull over on the side of the road and say, okay, Lord, please give me a plan for when a tire is yeah. coming at my windshield at 85 miles an hour. 
You gotta be like Peter when he was sinking. Jesus save me. <laughs> yeah, you are. I mean, you're not gonna you're not gonna do that. So, but at the same time, you can't say, oh well, you know, I'm I lost a I, I took a pay cut or whatever. I'm gonna go borrow a hundred thousand dollars tomorrow. You can't right. do that either. You do have to stop and think about mm-hmm. things and things like that. You know. So, Bree, you're the children's pastor. Mm-hmm. You're training up the next generation. Mm-hmm. How would you teach them to handle those unforeseen situations? Typically, when a child is experiencing, everything is dramatic, like right away for them. <laughs> I always teach them to stop. Like, just whatever you do, stop. Just mm-hmm. stop it. Take a deep breath. I acknowledge that they need to freak out because I too feel like as an adult, <laughs> I need to freak out. I'm going to figure it out. But in that one foot second, I need to freak out and feel the moment. I need my moment. I need my moment. I don't need you to tell me to stop crying. I'm going to let them cry. But at the same time, let's stop. And then let's take a deep breath and let's assess what we need to do next. Um, I'm, I, I do believe that everything that we experience that is a surprise, we have I think that the Lord has already given us the tools to get through them. Maybe not in the way you thought you would be able to get through them, but um, I do believe that we have the ability to get through it. But after you have your freak out first, because well, I need to cry. I, think I need to cry about that, it you first, know, Christy. Um, you, don't, you don't plan for, like when we live in Louisiana, we have hurricane responses. Mm-hmm. You know, it's emergency response and anywhere it is. Um, tornado, whether it be tornado, hurricane, flood, whatever, there are responses. And a lot of times we think about, um, and you were talking about training up kids, let them have their dramatic moment. That's mm-hmm. the reaction. Mm-hmm. The reaction comes immediately. Right, it's what you, you automatically do. Right. But they don't, they don't talk about what is your um, emergency reaction. Right. It's what is your emergency, emergency response. response to stop and think about and plan out how do I handle this situation? Mm-hmm. Whether it's a, you know, and some of it, like you said, God has prepared us for emergency response. You mm-hmm. put the stuff in your car, you have water, you have, you know, batteries, yeah. you have snacks, you have, I'm, I'm not very good at this first. because uh, hurricane, I'm obviously not very prepared because I can't name all the things I need. But the, um, the point is that's a response. You've had time to think about it and you're responding. Your initial reaction, you can freak out, but you can't let your reaction determine your response right you know because you're running from the hurricane you're just going to take off running if that's your immediate response right. you have to stop and think okay I need batteries I need mm-hmm. water I need you have to mm-hmm. respond correctly and I think a lot of times our kids or even as adults we get so caught up in our reaction and our reaction is so over the top that then we have to respond to our reaction and clean up what we did there. And even if it's in your words, you, you react and you react so greatly and so negatively and so just meanly to the other person, then you got to go back and apologize for your reaction before you can actually talk about whatever mm-hmm. the, the situation or the, the topic was. So I think a lot of times we have to, curb our reaction as adults especially Absolutely. we can still have like Bree said it's okay for a kid to be dramatic and it's okay for you to be but dramatic go. but you have to do it on a scale so that it's not affecting the response mm-hmm. and that go you've do it thought. privately <laughs> right well yeah go have your meltdown privately <laughs> i have lots of spots to have meltdowns <laughs> uh, meltdown and so the reason i bring this subject up today though is because guys you live in a world that is full of surprises I mean, people letting you down, you know, the thing that I have learned in 25 years of ministry is, um, you know, 
you're always surprised by the people who you think won't let you down or won't hurt you or won't forsake you or won't turn against you. And the people who you think will don't. And it's like this whole, we misjudge people. And so the old saying, do not judge a book by the cover, uh, is the one that is so true. And, um, with that being said, well, and that's um, a, that's an all time thing that we judge them humanly because I mean you can go all the way back to the Bible times when um, Samuel was choosing which which brother was going to be king, and God right. said you're looking at the the big guys, the right, right. the you know you're looking at their physical appearance, and David is not. I'm looking at their heart, and David is the guy that I want. So, so. the scripture that I really think would resonate with us today is in Hebrews eleven thirteen, and it talks about those people in the hall of faith, Abraham and and Isaac and Jacob and Sarah, and it says these all died without having received the promise they, that Jesus was coming, but they saw them promises from a distance and greeted them, and they confessed that they were foreigners and temporary residents on this earth. Now those who say such thing make it clear that had they were, if they were seeking a homeland, if they were looking about where they had come from, they would have an opportunity to return. But they now desire a better place, a heavenly one. Therefore, God's not ashamed to call them their children. And the important thing about this verse is, like, there's opportunities for the world to take you down. Don't take the bait. Don't, don't do it. You know, don't get sucked into it. Come about. Be spiritually strong. Be there. Be the person. Um, you know, understand that this is not, if you're a child of God, this is not your final home. You're passing through, and I love this verse because these were great guys. Matter of fact, the end of the Hall of Faith ends this way, and it says, what more can we say? Time time would fail for us to tell of all the great people who were uh, in the Hall of Faith, who who did great and mighty things, and, man, just, just uh, you would run out of volumes of books to tell all the stories. And so as you move through the world, and you may be one of the people because just I, you know, I'm just tired. I'm, I'm tired of taking it on the chin. I'm tired of turning the other cheek. I'm tired of feeling like I'm being walked on. Just remember that this is not your final place. Remember that God has positioned us in a fallen world, and he has positioned us to be the difference. And you can't be the difference if you are coming down to where they are and, and you are, are meeting people on their level. And so, therefore, just try to stay the course. Understand that we are temporary residents. Understand that we're just passing through. Understand that God knows the plans that he has for us, and he's going to give us a hope and a future, and he's going to lead us through it. And so, surprise, when they come, whether it's a burnt brisket, you know, hey, you know what? If God didn't want us to have brisket, can you imagine what we're going to have instead? Chicken. Chicken. <laughs> but it uh, is amazing, though, because we look at the thing that um, that is um, a setback. And many times it's a step forward, you know. And uh, um, I had a setback this week, a surprise. And uh, I went to deal with it. And when I went to deal with it. I met a man I've been trying to meet for two years. And uh, ended up striking up a relationship with him. And I came back and I told my wife, I said, you're not going to believe this turned out to be such a blessing. Mm -hmm. uh, I told Bree about that blessing yesterday. When when I Mm -hmm. had to leave, drop what I was doing, jump in my vehicle, run, take care of that situation, it did not feel like a blessing. (laughs) You know, it did not feel like, oh, man, why do I have to do this? Because God said, just wait. In the midst of this, I want to show you something. And I want to bless you in a way that you cannot even begin to understand. And he surely, not just one way, two or three ways. 
And not only did he bless me in two or three ways by making this acquaintance and this relationship, but he also affirmed for me that some things that I was doing was on the right course and to stay the course and to be faithful, even though surprises are on every corner. Every, I'm, I'm supposed to follow that up with she, something. She gave me that look like. That was so profound. I don't have anything else. I, I, I was taking say. it all did in, and he look? just stopped. And like, t- stopped she talking. shook her head. She, she was like, I don't, I, 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 yeah, nothing. So, hey, man, we're so excited. Uh, it's a great weekend for us. Surprise, the twins have made it. Not a surprise. Uh, nah, not uh, a not surprise. a surprise they at all. They have been on course uh, graduating college. So we will be going and celebrating their graduation this weekend. And so we're all excited about that. And the littles are out for summer vacation. Yep. Exciting. Yes, Crazy. Mm-hmm. And so the other thing, um, we have a guest coming on next week we'll like to introduce you to. And, um, Christy and I are going to be out some for the summer, but we have some guest hosts who will be coming in. And so, surprise, you'll have to wait to hear who that is. And, uh, <laughs> and what they'll have be, to say. What they'll have to say. It'll be great. And so, nevertheless, hey, we're creeping up on creeping up. That's a bad word. We're, we're moving towards, like a herd of turtles, towards 50th, <laughs> our 50th episode. Look. And, uh, it is what it is. And we're, we're a like, herd of turtles. We're like a herd of turtles moving to 5,000 episode downloads. So, well, let me tell you help something. us okay. to That's come funny. up. eventually across the road I was I was um I went to the zoo this week and uh, speaking of a herd of turtles and these I was I was with Bradley and three other boys and we were literally just chasing them around the zoo and we get to the tortoises and we're like oh my gosh look at these things and they're like they're statues (laughs) like no those are real and they're like no they're statues and we're like those are not statues those are real animals and they're like well, they're boring. And no walk, they just walk off. So we are like a herd of tortoises, maybe, <laughs> because they are so still that kids are like, they're statues. No one like, is no. more sure of what something is than a six-year-old boy. No one. Surprise. Not any person <laughs> is more sure of what they are not even aware of than a six-year-old. They were quickly, they were quick to tell us, you mm-hmm. know, they, are, they were statues. So we are moving like a herd of tortoises. Yes. Well. It doesn't sound right when you say it that way. I heard of turtles. <laughs> turtles do move faster than tortoises, so we could be going slower. How I've seen that? a turtle run. A herd of turtles. You've seen mm. a turtle run? I have. They they scurry. They scurry very They do. Slowly. Have you seen? No, they have. Yes, they- we have seen them because when we moved to where we live now, our we had a lot of turtles at the very beginning, and our dogs were like crazy. One dog was crazy about them, and they would scurry, they as scurry. you say, to get away from the dog. That they got scary. some. But nevertheless, it has to be a big surprise to make a turtle scurry. (laughs) It does. So, as you are out there fighting the good fight of faith, scurrying around like a herd of turtles, be faithful, (laughs) handle the surprises. God knows the plans that he has for you, says the Lord, to give you hope in the future. Hope you have a great week. We'll see you next week right here on Real Talk.